The Puritan's Guide to Fall Songs Guide. Football League Championship. Burnley 1, Leicester City 0. Tonight's song is... I'm MCCB. So, uh... Let's stop yelling. We'll stop yelling. Uh, hold on. Microphone adjustment. Oh, okay. All right. I'm into CB. Uh, released April 19th, 1982 as the B-side of of the uh, Look No single. Um, I think it now gets stuck on Hex Induction Hour as a extra track or something. Yeah, as there a was a... Track. There was a recent uh, Cherry Red Records set that came out, I think, towards the end of last year. Oh, it's just called like 1982. 1982, and it's got that record, and then all the singles, and then all all this live material and Peel Sessions and stuff. A neat little package, I think. I I, uh, found... You can't see my quotation marks, but then me. (laughs) The the, the Peel Sessions box set a few years ago. Yes. So that's a good thing. That's a nice thing to have. That's a good thing to find. It's a nice thing to have. Yeah, yeah. They made a few of those. Yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, Peel Sessions are always good. Um, So I'll just go over a little bit of uh, what I wrote down this morning when I was like, ah, fuck, Bob's coming over. (laughs) Oh, we're going to record another one, damn it. Uh, So CB, for anyone who possibly doesn't know. And and as a tangent, the one thing I can never remember about CB, even though everyone's car had one in Kansas, or <laughs> truck, um, was a Chips episode where some girl heard something on a CB, and then there was a car wreck, and then nobody knew what was going on. Or maybe I just dreamed this. Nobody knew who what caused the car wreck. Yeah, but, but the girl, girl did it. because it was on a CB. It's just like what you can't use that in a court. Now that, that I'm old and think about it, but. <laughs> Was but, that was that during the peak of like CB's popularity? Yeah, it would have been. So this song came out in '82, so CB's would have been bigger in late '70s. Yeah, we got like Convoy and yeah, exactly. Red Sylvian's Teddy Bear <laughs> yeah. songs like that. Oh hey yeah, there's my Convoy record right there. Right there. Um, so, uh, <laughs> which isn't a Convoy record. It's actually a really bad knockoff of a convoy record yeah that just says convoy there's a sebastian bach story that i have associated with the record but we'll talk about that off the air whoa okay so anyway um so cbs were these things that uh they were it was known as citizens band radio you could talk to each uh, other people and you had a whole like you had they're not tin codes my dad's a cop cops are tin codes there's like a language but there's like a slang thing and everybody had a code name yeah everybody had a handle <laughs> it's a lot like the internet except way more analog and <laughs> dangerous because you're using yeah. this thing while you're driving yeah exactly <laughs> oh and i guess you know I'm, I'm guessing most uh most truckers still use them well don't they i don't even know i, I no think idea. that there there is a version of it that's still out there because most truckers that i have not met or have seen anyway, or where uh, they wear like headsets, like headset mics, uh, right? So they can converse with people, make yeah. phone calls, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so that's probably more, yeah. So it's more like Bluetooth enabled. Exactly. Than, yeah. Yeah. It's not a what's his face in Big Trouble in Little China calling out everybody like, <laughs> "Come on back!" <laughs> Forget Kurt Russell's character's name in that one. I showed God that to my it. son recently, and he did not like that movie. Really. <laughs> Uh, the, the main lines I remember are 
probably are going to sound racist if I say them. So yeah, I'm no, not going to do that. Yeah, but uh, it's not steak Pliskin, but it's something like that. No, but same, same, same like, idea, same director anyway, star pairing. Anyway, yes, let's move on. It's a good movie. But uh, anyway, so CBs, um, Citizen Bands Radio. But yeah, there was lots of like code names and the. Uh, Handles as uh, the annotated fall called them, which I thought was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, and you know, and basically, like it was a function of you know calling out for help if you needed to, or just when you're bored driving, all speeded up around the interstate system of the U.S. You could yeah. talk to uh, little kids on chips episodes or something. Well, you know? yeah, you could talk to the truckers and sort of like <clears throat> let people know like where the speed traps are up down the line or whatever right right and uh yeah like dumb citizens like my father had one in his car car that we had for a while and like they would you know catch truckers having conversations about my mom (laughs) (laughs) no yeah (laughs) oh my god yeah i don't do we need to have that on there i don't know i think so oh Uh, My mom doesn't listen to this show. She doesn't? No. Really? Weird. Not a big fall fan, strangely. <laughs> Can't figure it out. My mom loves the 90s period. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Anyway, so, uh, there's, I don't, like, I don't know for sure, but from what I, from what the annotated fall and I could see this happening is there's two characters within this mm-hmm. song. There's Happy Harry uh, and Cedar Plank. Right. And then later on, like, Happy Harry says, I'm Happy Harry Plank or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, oh, and then the... But he's calling out to Cedar Plank at that yeah, point. And, yeah, yeah, but he... Yeah, it's weird. Just whatever. I like there, it. There was some discussion as to why he was, like, also adding Plank in there. And what he's... I mean, because in the song he says, like, I don't really understand, like, CB <laughs> talk, sleepy, CB slang, so... Uh, sorry if I fuck this up. Like basically, that's what he's saying. Right. It's like, you know, he's being a noob on the uh, <laughs> TV. Uh, but Happy Harry. So one of the interesting things, uh, a nice coincidence that I told Bob about before we started recording is Happy Harry Cox's uh, from a Fire Sign Theater album, and that's the second Fire Sign Theater. Also, the second time Bob's brother has been. Uh, Referencing the fire sign theater on the annotated fall and got in, called out for it. Yeah. Chimed in to clear things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, g- good job, William Ham. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so there, so we've got Happy Harry and Cedar Planks. Happy Harry's like, he, he's he doesn't know what's going on. He always seems like older, like he's trying to talk to people on the CB and then like Cedar Plank seems to be younger to me for some reason yeah M- well mainly because he's always ta- he's talking about his family and his sister who you know eats while reading whatever it smash is smash hits there you go I knew it wasn't NME but it was something like that um, <clears throat> it's a magazine that Neil Tennant used to be a editor for oh <laughs> that's awesome yeah alright so and that also makes a lot of sense but uh so yeah, Happy Harry shows up at the beginning. Cedar Plank talks about his family, and then Happy Harry comes back, um, calls himself Plank, realizes he doesn't understand this language, and then uh, then there's this weird ominous letter that he talks about afterwards, and he calls out the fall song "New Face in Hell," <laughs> which if which I know we did an episode of it. I, I believe we three. did. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> 
and yeah, New Face in Hell is about um, a wireless enthusiast, so more like sort of CB-ish or you know broadband radio or yeah, yeah. just sort of you know Marky e. Smith sort of weird. Uh, janky technology interests yeah it's definitely the dictaphone and the wireless and everything (laughs) yeah it's definitely like a niche sort of thing yeah like people that were into that in the 70s and 80s were also into like dorky electronics things oh yeah and you know like real trill tape recorders quadraphonic speakers yeah exactly (laughs) so uh so yeah new face in hell wireless enthusiast gets set up by his by the government after they kill his meathead neighbor basically so and then like the end of the song kind of calls back new face in hell's because he's like getting this ominous letter and, yeah uh it's like i should have listened to the song new face in hell oh <laughs> uh, the next thing you hear from me i'll be in jail or something and it was just right. yeah it's just this weird that's what you get for having a hobby man yeah exactly <laughs> so it's just this weird uh another weird character study by Marky e. Smith mm-hmm. uh, from that time period where he was full of weird character studies yeah. and like horror movie or horror stories and like all kinds of weird shit like that and science fiction so yeah I don't know did you did you have anything to add Bob about the lyrics or um, I love the their, their reference to there's no code 13 in the home of chocolate city <laughs> um, which is he referencing Washington D.C.? So it, or it, there was some question about that in the annotated fall. Yeah, notes like it could be, um, but that's kind of weird. Like I think they had been to America by that point, hadn't they? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, um, they must have at least played New York. Yeah, and possibly DC. Yeah, possibly. Who knows? East I Coast. can't remember at this point. But um, so I don't know. As as Americans, we obviously <laughs> think of the uh, you know Parliament. Funkadelic DC uh, Chocolate City thing, right? Um, which I'm I'm guessing Chocolate City was called Chocolate City before Parliament Funkadelic, but maybe not. Maybe not. Know. They could have coined it. And I'm alright yeah. with that. I, yeah, no, there's no, the, there's the note in the annotated fall where it says that um, York is known as the Chocolate City. Yeah, in I was going to say. Yeah, there's some city in the UK that's also known as Chocolate City. So did they make a lot of chocolate in York? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Toblerone sure. has a, a small factory there. <laughs> well, you know. We like, make all our milky bars in York. Yeah, we have to have uh, one of our British listeners chime in at some point. If there are any. If there are any. I'm sure, I'm sure there are. <laughs> um, but, so yeah. I mean, he's got like... There's, there's, yeah, there's some weird references in there. I'm not sure where Chocolate City is, but yeah. <laughs> um, I've always liked the music for this song. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like... Um, I don't know, it kind of sounds like, uh, I mean, it's definitely an anarchic sort of take on what is going on, at least as far as the music goes, but it also kind of sounds like, um, oh, damn it, that song that's like, I can't remember, Ray, Raymond Scott, that's dun, 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 so it sounds like... March of the Wooden Indians? Yeah, it's it's one of those. Uh... The, the one they used to use on Warner Brothers cartoons yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Except, you know, it sounds like The Fall doing it, so it's got, like, two chords. And right. just that going on over and over, it doesn't, like, build. Yeah. It just keeps doing it. Um, <laughs> but it, it just... It just it has a lot... Like, it's much more anarchic than, like... 
a lot of stuff that would come out later like I mean so like yeah. the anarchic period kind of ends with uh, you know uh, damn it the next album perverted by language yeah like, basically. I, I was gonna say like this this and that record were kind of yeah uh, b- before <clears throat> you know they let la- I mean perverted by language is the last rough trade record yeah and the first one bricks played on yeah and so it's sort of them shedding that really noisy really anarchic sound as you're talking about really repetitive sound and getting you know more into traditional or more traditional song structures mm-hmm. um but i don't know do you have a pre- i might have asked you this before in a previous episode i mean do you have a preference of like eras of the fall that you gravitate towards it's usually earlier stuff that I gravitate towards, usually around this time period. Yeah. Uh, but, and, you know, I think I've said before, like, I started out with the sort of Bricks period listening yeah, to them before. same here. Um, and thinking, like, they weren't as weird as everybody was saying. So <laughs> I was just like, what? Why? They're not that weird. Right. Um, but, uh but yeah, so I, I don't mind. Like, I, I find it interesting to listen to all their periods, basically. Mm-hmm. Just because I really love The Fall, but I've gone in and out of them so oh, sure. much in my life where I'm just, I get obsessed with it for a, a long time and then just don't listen to it for a long time. <laughs> so now that, <laughs> now that Mark's gone and they're no more, I can actually, like, finally maybe catch up at some point, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that, so yeah, I, I kind of go all over, but I, I would say that if I was going to play it for somebody who had never heard or something, I'm usually usually start with this stuff. Yeah, um, just because it's a little more out there, I guess. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I think the, obviously the brick stuff is easier to get into the bricks era, beggars banquet, yeah, you know, era stuff is is much easier for people to get into, I think. But um, or for I guess the average listener, if you want. Um, but I would do the same thing, starting him with like the really scratchy, early, noisy stuff, just to sort of you know see that you know they need to kind of take uh, need to I don't know what word I'm looking for. They kind of need to accept this period of the fall right. if they're going to move on to the next one. No, I can see that. Yeah, because even the more normal sounding brick stuff is pretty weird at times. Absolutely. <laughs> so like, well, yeah, one of the other. <clears throat> songs we're going to talk about in a little bit here um for another episode (laughs) so subscribe now um (laughs) i always wonder if i would love to meet a fall fan that got into them in their the last period of the band the your future our clutter or you know any of the 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 new facts emerge or any like the last bunch of records they did because those are like really meat-headed music and i want to know if it's like that way i want to know if someone just like got into them then and then like started working their way backwards and you know right and then still love that stuff or if there's people that like that's the only era they listen to i don't know if there's those people out there because i think by the time those songs those records came around it was like you're either on the bus or not right it kind of i don't know there there's probably some newer stuff i mean whenever there was like uh a few albums before those where they were getting in like car commercials and <laughs> right. Mark was Mark was doing like the uh, reading the football scores it, yeah. and that shit. So yeah, <laughs> it might have been you know, it it could have been it could have been where somebody started out, but sure. then our British and American kids listening to 
old men play indie rock anymore? I don't know. That's right. another question within itself. Did but. his appearance on the Gorillaz record have an impact on anybody? Right. I, well, that's a good question. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess uh, one of the guys from Mouse on Mars is oh, that's right. releasing yeah. something. No, I, I've listened to some of that. It's, oh, have you? It's, uh, it's really interesting. Oh, okay. It's much more in the vein of like Mark's solo record that he did. Right, right. And um, yeah, I'd be interested to... I'll, I'll have to get you that somehow oh yeah see if you could see what you see what you make of it I'll have to ch- i need to check it out i really like those guys anyway like the oh Mars yeah i'm dudes. a huge fan and i love like the von suden fed record they did yeah it was really wonderful yeah exactly but this is a little more because more like you know mark sort of ranting spoken word style rather than interesting you know, singing so so did he do it like right before he died or was it yeah like, i think uh, it was like he recorded it i think some like i think if i have it right like one of the songs they recorded for it was basically him ranting about a letter or reading a letter that they were sending to their label Domino explaining why they weren't going to do another Von Sudenfed record. <laughs> Something oh. like that. But So I think it was right around that era, maybe a little later, but it was obviously right before he passed away. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. I'll check. I'll have to look for that. Yeah. Stuff, I, I think that is very much in the more of the vein of the, the, the era that we're talking about here with I am, I'm into CB. You uh-huh. know? It's that sort of, but a little more electronic sounding. Right, right. I found, um, I don't know if you found this in your um, research, but there was an, there was an essay that um, the British comedian Stuart Lee wrote in 2007 oh. about this song. I think he was doing like a regular column writing about music. He's a you big, know, he's I've a big read that, guy. but I didn't look, I totally forgot about it yeah. until you just mentioned it. he's a big so, yeah. he's a big music head and um, yeah he's a huge he's a huge fall fan too, yeah. So, yeah and he said uh this is my favorite part of this one day is a special treat the classical music schedule of our school musical appreciation class was suspended and we were allowed to play whatever we wanted to the rest of the class <laughs> our music teacher turned off i'm into cb in a fury assuming I, that i had submitted it as an attempt to subvert the lesson <laughs> to allay his suspicions, I then had to explain in front of the class why I liked the record. The fall could not be accommodated. Authority could not loosen its tie and meet them halfway. <laughs> I, 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 I like Stuart Lee a lot. Me too. So, yeah, no, I, I had totally forgotten about that. But, yeah. Uh, there's actually a book of a lot of his, like, yeah. columns and stuff I need to get. Yeah. He's a fantastic thinker. I love the way he yeah, works, Yeah, man. exactly. Anyway, so, no, that's good to know. Um, so, yeah, go... Go look for Stuart Lee talking about the vol. It's good. It's probably more interesting than us talking about CD. <laughs> <laughs> We've got lots of information to impart to people. Come on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, that's all I had for this. I don't, I, I love this song. I just don't know. There's not a lot to... I mean, basically, people have got to go listen to it. Yeah, There's not I a think, lot to dig yeah. into with this. I don't it's think. one of those songs... I th- it's Yeah, it's one of those songs you just kind of got to dive into head first and, you know... Maybe not overanalyze too much. Maybe there's not a lot to overanalyze. Maybe it's just Mark just being Mark, you know, right. writing some surrealist narrative for his own amusement. Yeah, I think I think the, one of the uh, one of the things I was thinking about this with this song is, you know, the the parallels between CB enthusiasts and uh, punk rockers or indie rockers were sure students, as we'll get into. But uh, you know, there's there's lots of stuff like that like yeah. going on. I mean, you know, everybody's got their own little code names and <laughs> slang and all it's that true. Kind of stuff even mark has code names and slang for fucking everything so it's just like <laughs> i think I, I like that like he's not really calling people out for it he's just yeah he's relating it to a different like smaller subset of you know culture or whatever this right. weird like 
uh, CB culture. So I, I kind of like that aspect yeah. of it a little bit. It's sort of like boiling down all these subcultures into one of the strangest ones, especially for right. the, the, the common person, the, the the average like record buyer who's going to buy the Hey Now single yeah, and yeah. listen to the song, you know? Well, like, it, could, it could be that like maybe if he was going to do it now or maybe if he would have done it like five to ten years ago and was still doing this sort of song, he might uh-huh. have done it about like LARPing or something. <laughs> 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 Seems like that would be the same sort of yeah. subset of cultures that he would throw into a song or something. I'm into Magic the Gathering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Pokemon Go. or whatever. <laughs> Pokemon, sorry, not man. Sorry, I think I just... Showed my age there. I pronounced um, it as Pokemon for a while until someone corrected me. <laughs> I'll admit it. Yeah, uh, that's good. I think I heard the com- or saw a commercial for it before I even knew what the fuck it was. So. I only ever heard about it through like <laughs> uh, news stories about the kids who were having like epileptic like seizures in response to one of the cartoons. Oh really? Oh, like battling seizure robots. From yeah, the exactly. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's probably where they stole that. From. That was my introduction. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Matt there. Groening's a Fall fan. He's got to be a fan of the Fall, right? Oh, that seems like I'd lay money on that. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, he's a huge like Captain Beefheart fan. Yeah. Huge Resonance like, guy. Yeah. So yeah, I would say so. Oh yeah. Matt Groening, call us. Come be a guest on the come, podcast. Come guest. We'll uh we'll get you on here, or we'll just get a friend to imitate you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got this letter before me It's what with a confidential seal I'd better open it It's a fine in the form of a threat I should have listened to you face in hell 